Welcome to the Masters of Comic Books podcast, where we're two fanboys with all the power. I'm your player one, Cole L. And I'm your player two, Dayspring. I am coming live from LA. LA. <laughs> with the king himself. Namor cosplay! I can't see him wearing a crown. <laughs> King Eternal. Cole, we need you over here. Like, just come to LA. I know. I, I, you know what? I'll just drop everything right now, and I'll fly there right now. I'll just be there. Right and... <laughs> just come. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I have school or anything. I school. You don't like anything. Lame. Hey, I got to get it education get that education but we are here with the king himself namor cosplay yes we are discussing what are we discussing cole um i think we're discussing eternals eternals wait (laughs) wait i'm sorry namor cosplay are you are you a big eternals fan i don't know just just a smidgen i don't know if everyone everyone's been following me on my instagram the past few months it's just been i i said i said in like my twitter i said in my instagram i made like a post i said i'm letting everyone know i'm just posting eternals for the next two months <laughs> yeah, i said i am not sorry and you know once it's out and once it's you know we had our fun we're gonna go back to our regular name or shenanigans so um you know he's not going anywhere but it's eternals era finally hey, that's okay after reading these issues, to be honest, I'm for Eternals. I will admit, those 12 issues you had us read, I loved it. I Hi. think we should, before we start getting into it, we should talk to Dayspring and have him tell us his first thoughts on the Eternals and what happened when I made him read the Eternals. Okay. So yes, I'm really curious of your feels. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, <laughs> listen, Internet, I have not been the nicest when it comes to the Eternals. Mostly because I've seen the Eternals as a hurdle to get to the X-Men. And after reading these first 12 issues, and I was really significantly thrown off when they were like, this is Icarus. I'm like, that's so lame. It's Icarus. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, and they finally kind of like addressed it. I was like, oh yeah, no, this is like a really smart like story. And it's fun. It's like a space odyssey and i like margo i did read some spoilers on margo r.i.p but <laughs> <laughs> for margo damien but for those listening at home we read the first 12 of the original eternals by jack kirby and i get it i honestly get it mm-hmm. there it's deep sci-fi fantasy and it's good and it's fun and it deals with like the history of humanity and the deviance and I was very happy. I am confused as to who's who in the movie with the exception of like Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden. But like, listen, I proudly eat my words. Proudly. You know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole, you messaged me when I was on the Uber over here. First of all, Cole was like, did you read it? And I was like, yes, I was on a six hour flight. <laughs> and, and, and I read it and we didn't even talk about our own feelings for it. And I've been dying to know your feelings, Cole. Yeah. I loved it. it. This was my first Jack Kirby creation I've ever actually read, to be honest. Like, he did himself, like, fully. And it was so fun to read. Like, I was intrigued from the very first issue. Like, I remember when I finished it, I'm like, I want to know more about this. And 
each issue kept on wanting me to want, wanting me to want to know more. It was just so like intriguing and fun in my opinion. I really liked it. I think I will end up finishing the series after reading this first 12. There's not much. So like 19? The first 19 in an annual, right? And then there's like a 12 issues for like their uh, next uh, run. And then there's like the, this, you know, the Neil Gaiman run. And then there's the, um, I forgot who wrote these, but the, I think it's like the 2007, 11, 2011 run, uh, which is a little more updated. Um, so there's really not that much because my history with the Eternals, obviously I, you know, I didn't know who these people were either, but I remember they announced it back in 2018, the movie, and I was like, Eternals, the only Eternal I know is Star Fox, you know, Eros of Titan. And I actually didn't know until, you know, I started reading it. So Eros is, he's a, he's an Eternal, but he's in, um, the Eternals of Titan were actually like from the Eternals of Earth, but they were like, you know, cast out and they left. And then all, but his father, Alars, is actually Zeros's brother. And Zeros is Thena's father, uh, he's oh. the leader of the Eternals. So technically Star Fox and Thena are related, you know, they're cousins. But so anyway, <laughs> I didn't know who these people were. And I, I remember where I was reading these because I was at this temp job and there was like nothing to do. And I was like, I'm going to read them now. So I was on like comic book online and I blew through them within the entire week. And I was just like, I had, I bought them and I was like, I have to read this again. And I was just fascinated because they were, um, there's, there's no prerequisite. There's no like, you know, oh, I love this character. I have judgment on it. Like I have with Namor, I don't like other people writing him. I'm like, I don't know who these people were. I don't like, I have no opinion on these people. And they're fascinating. And I loved the God and mythological element. Icarus, Cersei, like everyone is like based on a God or some sort of mythological figure. I think that's just so interesting. And finally, that's before I don't want to keep talking. No, keep talking. No, I, you're the eternal stand. You're the only <laughs> eternal stand on the internet right now. <laughs> Dang. The, what I loved was the celestials because that was like that was honestly frightening. Like when you read it, because it's like there's no villain who's like you know obviously Crow and the Deviants. You know the you know they're bad guys and they're, you know, it's obvious. But the celestials, like you know when you know, Arshan, the judge, like, comes down on, like, you know, the big stool and, or whatever, and, you know, it's just, like, we have 50 years and he's going to judge, you know, if Earth is worth continuing, he's going to use his thumb and just float all up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love the the sense of doom, like, because they're all doing their thing, but every issue when I first read it, I was just, like, what's going to happen with the guy? You know, what, is he judging? What's Ajax doing? Like, is he talking to him? Is it good? Like, yeah. So I was, like, the celestial is like fucking terrifying. And yeah. <laughs> just, just these massive people, but I love how they're also like, they don't, they're not doing anything. They're just like standing there and observing, but they're like, like, could you imagine like some towering, like a thousand feet high, like, like armored monster, just like standing there? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the celestials I had always known in the background, but it was only during the extinction era uh, with uh, Kieran Killian's uh, Uncanny X-Men that we had a celestial the sleeping there, a sleeping yeah. turtle. Mm -hmm. um, and that was incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> they deal with the sleeping eternal in this run. And that's actually interesting too, because I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I'm fully tangenting right now. No, no, tangent, but, tangent, please. But, Keep on going. Sleeping eternal. <laughs> It's actually interesting. So I did an Icarus cosplay, but people don't know is my favorite Eternals actually Makari. Oh. Um, 
But the thing is, they cast Lauren Ridloff as Makari, so obviously they can't cosplay a woman, but she's going to do great. I'm, no, you know, I'm excited for her. You know, she's actually going to be like uh, the first deaf superhero. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the sign language in the trailer is like, oh my god, they're doing it. Yeah, uh, I just watched this, watched that before uh, we started recording, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Huh. <laughs> Wait, did they drop a new trailer today? A featurette, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Eternal Timber Eaton today. What, I'm sorry. So what? What else dropped? Okay, I so- saw your 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 Insta story. <laughs> They have the character oh, posters. We got um, the featurette. Like we just kind of got everything, and it was just like it was beautiful. Yeah, it's great preparation for next month. I'm actually so excited for this movie. You know, I've gotten a lot of people excited for this movie. Yes. I'm not <laughs> I just bought tickets to my friends, and I was like, you know, honestly, this is probably my most favorite movie I'm anticipating since Endgame. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Do you just never so many people about are. It. Yeah. So many people are anticipating it, and folks at home. He is going to the premiere with our very own player three, Michelle Waffle Diddle. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thankfully, um, you know, I didn't get in there, unfortunately. Um, I guess they didn't see me in my <laughs> outstanding cosplay. Sorry, I'm not good enough for you, Marvel. I'm the first Eternals cosplayer, but you still didn't want to invite me. I'm not salty, but I am. But I'm sorry, it's King Name or Salty. I'm King Salty. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, our God Queen, Michelle Waffle. Um, she knows I'm obsessed with the Eternals and she brought, is bringing me as her plus one. So I'm hoping I can go. And my only goal, because I know, you know, sometimes you see people, sometimes you don't, is I just want to see Richard Madden and I want him to see me in cosplay. And that's it. So I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. So I'm like, this is really exciting. Um, oh, he is a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's the mother of all dragons right here portrait. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm House Targaryen all the way. <laughs> you can tell from my bedroom, I'm all about Daenerys. So uh, my, that's my god queen. Dude, I, like, literally came in and we started talking, like, instantaneously about Eternals and the premiere. And he was here, like, I don't even mind if I don't see Joe Lee. I just need to see Richard Madden. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and that's fair. Who cares about Angelina Jolie anymore <laughs> these days? I mean, I mean, I don't, you know, is she still single? Still single? Yeah, she, she may be single. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have a shot. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You know, she's out in the movie. <laughs> I did buy this big 27 by 40 movie poster for Eternal. So oh, yeah. It's yeah. right there. You're going to have them sign it and then you're going to frame it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then I'm, I'm buying, I'm going to get the character poster for Icarus printed separate. I'm going to have Richards sign it separately because. Have to, of course. I love how much of a fan you are. Like that is so, <laughs> so fun to witness. I love this. I feel like a, a lot of it is it's just been festering all pandemic. Like there was one point I was just like, just get Black Widow. I just want to see Eternals already. Wow. And then they switched with Shang Chi. The 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 release date is Shang Chi is supposed to be after Eternals. I was like, come on, like. But I'm very They're just teasing you. I know. I was like, you kidding me? <laughs> well, and it's not going to release on Disney Plus because Shang-Chi did no. so well at the, at the theater. It did like almost like, I think it did Ant-Man level. It probably could have been higher if it was pandemic, but I think the numbers were pretty solid. And I think when you factor in Black Widow's uh, Disney Plus release, the numbers almost are kind of like equal. So I think we're definitely, and everyone has said like, you have to watch the Eternals. Yeah in a cinema and, and well, preferably yeah. an IMAX because well, I don't know yeah. why I did that. I'm like IMAX. Like, <laughs> watched, like, it's this I, size. But <laughs> on, no black bars. <laughs> I actually remember like because I actually watched like the Eternals trailer, like the second one. 
when it came out, like I watched it, I think like every day for like two weeks. Oh, just, that's awesome. And that's actually why when I decided to do Icarus, I was like, I just can't stop watching this. It's so quiet. Cool. Every time like the end of the trailer came on and he's just like shooting those lasers and like, yes. Like, oh, I, no, I saw Cyclops. I mean, I'm sorry. So that's right. okay. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't hit me. <laughs> but so then I saw the trailer. I was like, I have to do this Icarus cosplay. And I did. Um, and that was, I started Labor Day weekend and I spent like every single second I was free working on it for like three weeks. I was just like, the first time I was doing war blood, everything was like hand painted and uh, everything is like, uh, the lines are actually hand carved as well. Um, so it, um, I'm gonna do some couple modifications cause I was going off of like three pictures in early September. Now we have more, but um, I'm really proud of it. I mean, I've never done anything like this before, especially cause I'm used to doing Namor and it's like open chat, so it's like so much easier <laughs> with this and like as you at the back and I need someone to help me get it in the costume and it's like I don't need that with Namor so it's like um but I'm very excited to go to the premiere and kind of do that and uh you know kind of be like oh my god <laughs> I mean I feel like your Icarus costume is unmatched oh I mean, I'm very proud of it like yeah. I mean it's really like it's right. I don't know if you can see it cool. I mean, you yeah. see it on Instagram, obviously, yeah. but it's it's pretty epic and beautiful. IRL. I'm such a stickler for details, though. So it's like, oh, I have to redo this now. I have to, like, it's, I'm just not, I'm just like editing a couple of the the color of the blue. I don't want to spoil this, but he has another cosplay in that room, and I came in and he's here, like, oh, I wrote something on it, and like it was. Can I say what it is? Not not no. that to work. No, I'm not saying what it is, no. but he did something on this cosplay. And it is so the detail to it. And like you have to print it out. Yeah. And like and I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm already tired just like thinking about everything. <laughs> like I just can't. I'm so excited to see that. <laughs> and the internet is shocked right now. Oh my god. Water is what? Yeah, not Starbucks. Oh, she's right here. He's right there. First, you've said it. you've said that right you said that Star Fox was one of the cost costumes you wanted to do I want to do Star Fox I was yeah. I was going to do Star Fox after that one but now I think I'm going to hold off because I have I think I have three name words left to do mm-hmm. after I did those three big ones I'm going to do Star Fox okay. so thanks big surprise big surprise <laughs> but yeah anyway back to the Eternals um, yeah <laughs> I think oh there you go there's another one you know which one's that one that is, it's um, the giant size Eternals. It's just like a one shot. Okay, um, cool. Kind of got everything, even like a Deviant Saga. You know, so one thing we talked about. Do you have everything of the Eternals? Yeah. That, have you been reading Kieran Gillen's run then? Yeah, yeah. What do you, th- what do you think of it so far? I mean, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, the Thanos part is is cool because obviously he's like kind of half Deviant, but at the same time, um, I'm a little bit over Thanos at this point. We all are. I mean, yeah, I, just a little. Like it's, he, he's doing a great job like you know i'm not like knocking his writing i'm just like i don't care about thanos anymore and i wonder if that's <laughs> like an editorial mandate they're like Probably. Thanos in your yeah that's what i was thinking too to kind of more appeal to like a casual reader yeah. to get them more invested with the eternals and stuff well it's thanos like mm. but i mean i don't know i'm just interested to see what they do with it and i'm also i think they're changing the um the origin a little bit from like I saw like this thing is like they're like aliens or something sent to Earth. So I don't know what they're doing with it because the Eternals are like an offshoot of humanity. There's like you know the whole point of the origin as you read is like there's like three different species that like we didn't know. There's the deviants like ever changing, the ugly people like you know every, everyone's different. 
but like grotesque. The humans, the, the normies, and then the Eternals were the immortals. Um, you know, fun fact about the Eternals though, you find out in like a history, like Watcher thing in his omnibus, I just learned this too. The Eternals didn't start off as Eternal, but Kronos, like he was like the king of like the Eternals before the Eternals and he was trying to make this thing for immortality and like it blew up and then he became Kronos obviously like as a, almost like a, a, a wraith or a wrath or how you say it, mm-hmm. in like the cosmos. But because of that, all the people who were Eternals became Eternal. So because of that, well, I didn't that know that. I, I just learned that. Yeah, I okay. can hear. So these first twelve issues by Jack Kirby, I'm going to be honest. I read them. I don't know if I absorbed everything. I know Russia attacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and 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 Thena is absolutely fabulous. I was confused initially. I thought Margot was going to be unveiled to be like a sleeping Athena or Athena. Excuse me. A lot happens here, and. Yeah. How do we do we want to sum up these like 12 issues for those folks listening at home or yeah, I mean gonna presumably be picking up because the movie's gonna be so great. You know, out of all the 19 issues in the original run, I says like okay, we stop at number 12, like after 12, because I feel like after that they kind of said like a little bit crazier adventures, but like one through twelve is like really building. And I feel like at that point you kind of meet everybody, you kind of learn who the deviants are. You go to like Olympia, you meet all the Eternals, you find out about the Unimind, you find out about like the Eternals of Polar Mountain and like, you know, Druig, who's also going to be in the movie. Played who's playing? Uh, Barry Keoghan. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. He's a really cool guy, so I'm not going to lie. Um, so I'm interested to see how he goes, because he's actually uh, like a bad guy. He's like an Icarus's cousin, and he tries to like go to the Pyramid of the Winds and like, you know, get this weapon that's supposed to kill Celestials. And Icarus has to stop him because, like, um, if you kill a celestial, all the other celestials are gonna be like, nope, and then blow the whole planet up. And they're like, Drew, you can't do this. I love how you do it. Like, nope. Well, no, because uh, it's what they did, because, like, the, the uh, thumbprint, right? Thumb. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, <laughs> well, that's what's so cool because, like, Jack Kirby drew, like, this menacing picture of the celestial with just, like, the giant thumb and stuff. And it's so, like, eerie and stuff i love it because the celestials don't really like talk like i remember mm-hmm. when they like shoot missiles at it or something but yeah. they make it but the celestial made them think that they actually did shoot the missiles and that it's coming yeah. back but it's not true it they just end up going to cardiac arrest because he made them think that they shot missiles and it was coming back at them i'm like that is so mind-blowing right. crazy like, I love how they say, oh, they're aware of everything that's going on before it even happens. Yeah, that is so, like, medicine. I love it. <laughs> they do it, and it's like, they never even left the, the missiles never even left the pod. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I think we're talking about Celestials. I fucking love their their designs. Me I too. Yes. So great. The blue one's my favorite. I forgot what his name is, but him and Esson are my favorite. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they are. There's like that one where they're, they're all like lined up. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. That was but, issue seven, I believe. Maybe I think it's like right at the end of the issue. So, um, but Esson is the one with like the three dots, like going straight line. Yeah. Um, and then I don't remember who the blue one was, but the blue one, like, I just love it. It looks like a weird little face. But, is Esson the one that's shown in the trailer? Um, I'm interested because I don't know what's going on with that because that technically is Esson, I think, mm-hmm. but it's all, but. They're the pops, they are shine. So I think, mm. I don't know, but it's a, a Celestial and it's red, so it's cool. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. What I think is like, I think they're, what they did with them is just beautiful. And like the lines and like the weird things, it just feels different, you know? It just doesn't feel like, you know, regular Marvel. And well, yeah, it's so like out of this world, basically. It's amazing. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it issues some, I'm trying to find the panel here, but um, the one above all, who of course is supposed to be like God in the, you know, Marvel universe, uh, he makes his first appearance in the Eternals or like as a background cameo, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. I didn't even know who that was until then. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's supposed to be like the version of God in like the, it's called the one above all. Oh, okay. Um, so, how would you like, what do you think makes the Eternals different from like reading these first 12 issues, different from like Spider Man, Fantastic Four, X Men? Like, what do you think about this like initial run that makes it stand out in like Marvel lore? I think because it's so separate, you know, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, what appealed to me is like again like there's no villain like the celestial there's just this ominous threat in the background every single issue like what's going on with them but also because like I don't know they're just kind of like no one knows what they're doing and they're kind of just like doing their own thing <laughs> and I, I kind of liked that I thought that's just like you know the the heroes behind the curtain that no one knows I thought that was that was pretty cool. And also I'm a big myth, myth, uh, mythology guy. So I thought that was really cool. And the costumes were fantastic. I mean, I love, you know, this costume I love, I was actually a little bit disappointed with, with the movie design was uh, Ajak. That's uh, Selma Hayek's character. Mm-hmm. Um, Ajak in Eternal sees like, he has this crazy ass design and this wild fucking like, like yeah. Yeah, it's like a, like a mohawk and like, it's like, it's it's wild. I mean, <laughs> they probably didn't, I wish they gave her that. Like. I wish that would have been, that. yeah, that would have been phenomenal. Imagine her just running around with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she would, you know, she would kill it. Yeah, but it's not like pull anything out. Maybe they didn't do it though because it was a little bit too extra. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they all look beautiful. But that and Makari doesn't have a helmet in the movie either. I wish they had, had their headpieces. But a big uh, upgrade that was Icarus. I'm not gonna lie. Getting rid of that He-Man haircut. Oh my god, the He-Man oh, haircut. Yeah. So ugly. It's so bad. Like I think he's a great character. It's like that hair fucking sucks. And thank God they didn't do it to Richard <laughs> Mack. That would have been evil. Oh my what? god, could you imagine if they did that? <laughs> I can't imagine Richard with that hair. Well, I was confused with him at first because like Ike Harris and he's like incognito talking to Margo and I'm forgetting Margo's father's name. But um. He's here like, I'm going to explain to you the secret history of everything. And they're like blown away. But yeah, I mean, like, I didn't know that was Icarus initially. It was so, it was like mind blowing for me at first. And I saw Icarus, obviously, as I said. Icarus, just take off the hat. But he looks so <laughs> What a like, secret hair identity. Hair right <laughs> yeah, his hair got progressively longer as the series. <laughs> nope. Cool. What did you think of the first 12 issues? I loved him. I really did. I mean, I think a lot appealed to it was the Celestials and how Jack Kirby like illustrated how just menacing they looked by, like you said, just being there. And it just left you wanting more of knowing who these characters are. And I think what what was so amazing about these first 12 issues was learning of who these characters are. Who are these new beings that have uh, that have been in this world for forever? 
And so I just find it so intriguing that there's actually, we find out the creation of human beings and what else is out there with the deviants and the eternals. It's so fascinating. And I really, really hope the movie takes a lot of inspiration from Jack Kirby's creation, like from those 12 issues, like maybe not a hundred percent dead on, but take a lot of inspiration because this, these 12 issues, like, really got me invested into the Eternals. I'm interested to see what they do with the Unimind, how that's going to visually look. Mm-hmm. Like, because I know there's that one image in the trailer where, like, they're all, like, floating together, like, in a circle, and I, like, there's, like, the gold lines going around. So I was like, maybe that's the Unimind, because they said it's going to be in it. So yeah. I'm like, how's it visually going to look? Because, I don't know. After reading these, so, like, I, I kind of can see now, and this has been, like, the major like argument a lot of like marvel fans have had it's like how are the eternals going to fit into like the mcu but like i'm going to say like i feel like the first couple issues like that's pretty straightforward you know like fine i hope they take the time to explain it though in the movie which they have to you know what i mean yeah especially since they've never ever been seen before and i think it's even been confirmed there's going to be like two stories going cohesively with one of the present and one of the past they said it's forty percent past and sixty percent present. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't. I don't. Again, from, apart from the trailer, I don't know too much about like what's been said about the movie. Yeah. And like, I obviously I'm in LA traveling, so I didn't even see the feature out today. So, and I want to go into the movie blind, to be very honest with you guys. Like, I want to go in with like an open heart and not like see too much. But like, again, like these first twelve issues, like I could see why they will fit into like the MCU Marvel. And like, I don't even think we get a hint that they are in like the actual Marvel universe until S.H.I.E.L.D. comes in. And I'm forgetting what issue that was, but the issue nine? Something like that. Something like that. And I was like, okay, so like they took their time to like establish. And that's what I really like what Kirby did. He did the world building. He went from the ground up and he didn't like bring in anything until S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's when, I mean, in some of these, you get that cue, oh, this is in continuity. So I think what they were doing here was groundbreaking. I think what they're gonna do in the movie, and the movie looks so different from the rest of like the MCU films. I'm glad that they're taking leaps with it. So I get I get the movie and everything now more after reading this. And you I know? think that's what's gonna make this movie stand out so much is how visually stunning it's gonna be and how different it's gonna be from everything else in a very amazing and significant way. We know um, that's actually one reason why I'm so excited for this movie. Is <laughs> like, we thought, oh, are you excited for it? No, <laughs> but Chloe, I couldn't tell. She is like, have you guys, you, have you guys seen Nomadland? No, you told me about you it. You have I to see me. Nomadland before you go see this movie because it is a beautiful film. Chloe Zhao, she is very adamant about real sets, real locations, like no, you know, you know, Pinewood Studio green screen sets. Like, um, like she's like when that volcano in the trailer is real, like they shot in the Canary Islands at an active volcano. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, really? That volcano is like, I don't know. I might be dormant. I don't know. I might be wrong there, but there's a volcano there and they shot on these islands. They just, everywhere they went was like real locations, real places. You know, she was very adamant about it. And I saw this thing where like, uh, the whole cast and crew would like rehearse a scene, like to like, to get it exactly perfect because she loves golden hour and you'll see that in nomadland and the rider her other movies so like they would rehearse a scene and then they would go once they got it perfect so that way during golden hour they could shoot it and golden hour is like an hour hour and a half maybe <laughs> so 
like they have like this women window so because she, she wants those beautiful shots and like all these new tv spots i'm seeing and like some new shots here and there it's like this is so stunning like it just feels visually beautiful and like i don't know how she does it but and then also another thing too is a side note is i'm also very excited for this movie is the score i'm a big game of thrones fan as we all know and uh, <laughs> i didn't know that yeah <laughs> He's doing the score, the guy who Game of Thrones. And, oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and that, his score is like, maybe powerful, has brought me to tears, like makes me feel every emotion. So I don't, you know, and his themes with Daenerys is just like, I love that shit. So I'm just like. I don't think I've listened to the score, the, the score yet. In Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 for, for this movie. It's for not out movie. yet. It's not out yet. But I, but I can't even think of it in the trailer. The trailers are, I think, might have been written by him. He usually does his own stuff with Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, I got so you. I got it you. just sounds magical. So. You know, but after the, having some of this conversation with you, I just want to see the movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> but just come to LA. Like, we'll crash, we'll crash the premiere, Cole. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, finally, like, Namor... Masters of Complex is here. <laughs> like, Namor gets that moment with Richard Madden and we just, like, cannonball in front of it. <laughs> Listen, if you, guys, if you guys come in, you you have to be, like, my, you know, my camera crew. <laughs> We're your camera crew. Yeah. <laughs> It's just gonna be a lot of me, selfies of me going, yes, yes, here we are. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> hey, here's Richard. Can you take my phone? Take my phone. Like, oh, hey, I'm sorry, Neymar. Can you take our photo with Richard? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you just text us. Yeah. <laughs> Richard by deputy first. Like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. He stresses me. Like, <laughs> I, feel, I don't know. I feel bad for Michelle when Richard comes by. Oh, Michelle's used to it. Mi- Michelle, Michelle gets it. Michelle, like at the Shang Chi premiere, was telling me she was. You're like, listen, I got everyone when they were coming by. I was like, give me all your phones. I'm taking all the phones. And I was like, Michelle's a fucking pro. Oh, that's sweet of her. But don't step on her Instagram though, because like she fucking will. Who is she cosplaying as? For it, uh, she's doing Athena. Oh, she's doing Athena. Oh, she have, that's gonna be so when Jolie comes by. Like, yeah, you got I got her. I got her. I got her. But um, we got like a little group. She said so. We have I'm obviously Icarus because she had like friends she was talking to previously who are doing like uh, she's doing Athena. Her other friend Irene is doing Cersei. Um, there's a Gilgamesh and um, someone's doing Black Knight. And I think she said there's an Ajax too. And I actually have a goal. I'm very goal right now when i go to that premiere i'm gonna find a sprite i'm gonna find a druid i'm gonna find a fastos i want to get every eternal i'm gonna like you know take my number let's do this and i want to organize like a big fam shoot on like a mountaintop like like awesome i love how ambitious you are i mean we already have so many with michelle's groups that's why i kind of was like maybe i can pull those in the same place in malibu you guys did it oh i did it in a thousand oaks oh i did it like I, didn't, I was like, I need to stay away from the beach for Icarus because I do. I'm, I need a little separation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I thought about shooting in Malibu, but I was like, yeah, I'll save it for Namor. You know, get good stuff with him. I really did like uh, Cersei in the in the first twelve issues we read because I love how like she's kind of just a partier, <laughs> kind of like hanging out with the humans. I said about it. I said that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it is what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, she's like, oh, when we grands have parties. Like, yeah. Let's <laughs> have a party, please. She's like, this is calls for a hoedown. She changes like everything. Like a hoedown, throw it out of it. Like her and Macari are start like line dancing or something. <laughs> also, just, 
we got the glorious panel of Icarus punishing Sprite <laughs> by smacking oh, Sprite. Oh, I took a screenshot of the panel, I think. That was the sign of the times. It's like that one uh, panel where Neymar's like, wow, we I want to lick the world. Like, but it was like, you know, lick, like, you know, I'll give you a good lick in like a fight. You yeah. Know? That was the sign of the times. But that's like, I have the panel right here. It says, um, so um, I think it's, is Mercury in the scene with them? Is that him? Makari, yeah. Makari, yeah. Sorry, my bad. And uh, he's like, to the alert, Icarus, open your mind to more important channels. And then Mario's like, yes, Icarus, don't spank him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then Icarus is like, that's not what Mercury, uh, Mercury meant, Margo. <laughs> and he's literally just like this while Sprite is over his knees. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, punishing a kid in the 70s. Well, but they used to do that with Batman and Robin as well. Like, <laughs> and like, and then there's that infamous meme, too, of like, anyone you touch. Yeah, the, the slapping. <laughs> But also, like, everyone you touched is doom, and everyone, like, talks about, like, oh, no, Lois, and then Batman's like, Robin, what have I done? Like, and it's like, the, the writing was just not there. But yes, and also the famous bitch slap. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, you, you, I know you said uh, Mercury, but that's that's because they, Makari is Mercury. Like, that's who, like, in, in the comics and that thing, like, they thought he was Mercury, the, the Roman god. Mm-hmm. But it's really some card. And like they even make jokes about it. How like, oh, the humans misspell our names. I don't know how to do it right. I do like how they uh put that in the book. I thought that was a funny way to make fun of us. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like uh Mercury, Macari, Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, we don't know Icarus's real name. Really? Um, not even no, I even looked it up. They don't tell his real name because Icarus was the name of his son. And obviously, everyone knows the tale of Icarus. You know, he floats too close to the sun. And, melted wings. Yeah, melted wings. And that was his son. So he changed his name to Icarus. Oh, in honor because of his son. In honor of his son. Oh. So we don't know his real name. Um, I like that. And Ajax, I think, was like a warrior in Greek mythology. She wasn't a god. Gilgamesh was Gilgamesh. And Sumerian, um, Fastos was Hephaestus. I, I don't remember what he was, but he was something in Greek. Um, Circe was the Circe um, with this, you know, in the Greek mythology, Lord of the Sailors there, turned them into pigs. And they actually did that in the, she turned through the pigs and they're just like, Man, how do you feel about it now? I was like, sorry, 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 but we don't do it again. It's like, she's so, she's so funny about that. So I'm excited to see Gemma Chan as, as her, so. I love how they um, visited a college class. <laughs> did they? Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. And they were all, and they were all just like, "Oh, this isn't real. None of this is real about the Eternals and stuff." One thing I couldn't absorb: what? So why did Icarus decide to tell Jonathan and Margot like this epic like history? Like, why were they selected? I think they're on a mission to find the space gods or something. That's it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, because okay. they're they're in the because that's like a really big like secret just to like give like I'm going to give you the secret history of humanity and everything. <laughs> I think. He went with them because I think they're he knew it was coming. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. That's my assumption. Is like he, he went with them to find, you know, the the temple of the space gods. And then the space gods came and then deviants came and then boom. Ooh, series. <laughs> but they actually built that set. Like it's a full set we're gonna get for it. And there's like a couple like 
uh, set photos from like blurry stuff and you can see it's just massive. Um, and it's really cool to see them live in there. And you know, one of my favorite panels in the whole series is like when Ajax first appears, he's like, Icarus, my man, what's up? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With his fucking massive ass helmet, just like, it is like full of sunglasses. <laughs> he's like, hey, oh, like, hello there, friend. Like, <laughs> you're just so casual about it. <laughs> the thing can age, but <laughs> but he's, you know, fun fact about Ajax, though, he goes a little crazy. I'm not gonna lie. He does. He does go crazy. He goes crazy in uh Neil Gaiman's run. Not really crazy, but uh he kills Sprite. That's a beautiful. Oh shit. Yeah, because what happens in this one is Sprite was tired of you know being ageless, you know, being a kid and she can't grow mm-hmm. up. So she erases everyone's memory and scatters them around the, the globe. And slowly they start to regain and they come together, and then at the end, um you know, she was like, I want to stay mortal. I don't want to be immortal anymore. And and there, I've heard, maybe it was Xerus? I can't remember, it's been a minute, but either Xerus or Ajax, like at the end just like snapped Sprite's neck. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, so, but the Ajax does go crazy in, in this run um, because what happens is, so Ajax's big thing is like, he's um, the communicator to the Celestials. He's the only person who talk to them. And the, you know, the Celestial in this one, the Dreaming Celestial or the Sleeping Celestial, it's been a minute since I read these, but I think it's one of those. But he chooses Makari to be the the communicator and Ajax gets really jealous. Um, and it's his, it's his whole thing. And if he gets Gilgamesh uh, to murder him um, because he's so jealous of it, because he wants to be the communicator. But obviously when, if, you know, Makari's not dead because his atoms can be rearranged and bring him back to life in this machine. But it's like a really like powerful scene to like watch. Like Makari's going and Gilgamesh comes and just like like snaps him like wrestler <laughs> style. It's like it's really intense. He actually has a a romance with Cersei in this one too. They're really cute together. I I'm so on the Eternals internet. Just in summation, I'm actually looking at the cast list to see who's who's who now that I can start like piecing everything together here. Mm-hmm. Like this is fucking epic. You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry, internet, that I've been making fun of the Eternals for the last year. <laughs> well, well, I remember our first uh, trailer reaction for Masters of Comic Books. You were like, "It looks good." That's all I'm going to say. Is that what I don't remember? You were saying, yeah, I remember you were like, we both agreed it was visually stunning, and you're like, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here, here it is. This is a, here's a home you can't see it, but like, uh, Makari, like Gilgamesh kills Makari that way. And it's like, it's intense. And like, like Ajax, like, he's pretty happy about it. Not going to lie. <laughs> like, look at him. He, he finishes the job. Like, he's fucking wow. like, yeah, that's dude. Like, Salma Hayek, are you going to go crazy on us? Like, <laughs> well, hopefully, like, we'll get some good, like, I, I really like Salma Hayek. I don't I think she's going to go crazy. If she, if she, if she does go crazy, it's not going to Yeah, that. they're going to build towards that. I mean, we've seen with WandaVision, they can tell, like, a spanning story of, like, characters falling into, like, madness and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I saw something today too that um, Bina has a form of is going to have like a form of dementia. So I saw that too. Yeah. I've seen the rumors with that. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, what do you think? 
No, I'm fine with that. I I'm excited for it. So this is I don't I don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil anything. I don't know what is like a leak or just rumors because I don't know the Eternals enough. But um, yeah, I saw that she has a form of dementia, but that is a larger purpose for the story. It'd be interesting because also, as we all know, we have the issue. She has a relationship with Crow. Yes, mm-hmm. the demon. Yeah, and I saw like. The demons look very different though. So I, I was gonna ask, was that Crow when she's like being like yeah. entangled and she's like that? Oh yeah, you could totally tell when you did like the caress and then yeah. she was like, oh, that's Crow. Yeah, okay. okay. That explains a lot too, especially after reading these first 12. Yeah. I will say like, how do they, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, the comics, it's a little more believable because he's like a pink devil. Yeah, like a little like, more humanoid. But he looks like, he's just like all tentacles and shit. Maybe he can take on human form. Maybe. Maybe it's just an unknown actor right now. Yeah, I, they haven't, I saw here like he will appear on the wiki, but they haven't announced an actor or anything. Someone said it's or maybe they won't have that relationship. I mean, Hawkeye Mockingbird didn't have the relationship. Well, we never got Mockingbird. In, I mean, no, in, yeah, not in the MCU. We got her in H. Got to recast her and get her in the MCU. Yeah, you know, like she was, she was okay. Yeah, she's like she's a TV actor. <laughs> <laughs> but I've worked on Agents of Shield, so I can say that. So. <laughs> what was her name again? Adrian. Adrian Palicki. There we go. She also was like did a pilot for like Wonder Woman. Yeah, she was. She did, and they did not get picked up. No, but I worked on Wonder Woman too. So I'm do you really... worked on Wonder Woman? Really? Yeah. What happened? Why did that was my first job? Why didn't make it? What? Like why did? Oh no, like... the movie. Oh, the movie. I think 1984. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about that pilot. No, no, no. That no. was like wait, 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 wait. Okay. Masters of Comic Books exclusive. <laughs> Wait, what was it like working on 1984? That was my first job out here, my first full-time job. Uh, I was an office PA for our LA office, and it was cool. It was really cool. I got to meet a lot of people. Um, my biggest highlight, though, was um, I made this uh, lookbook for Cheetah mm-hmm. because one of Patty's assistants had to make it in, like, a couple hours to give to, like, on a stone or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't know anything, but I do. So he asked me if I wanted to, to do it. And he said, sure. So I, like, did it under two hours and made this really complicated like cheetah history like <laughs> powerpoint lookbook and had to go on the other side of the warren Bros. lot and then come back and like have it printed and binded and give the padding for me with emma uh, who turned it down anyway but so yeah, emma stone was up for the role emma stone was their first choice yeah i actually have pictures on my phone somewhere of her as cheetah because that was all the concept art wow and i will say wow. she's a lot better than kristen wig because kristen has a really small mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah. well like, was sarah paulson ever considered for the role uh top five were uh, Emma Stone, Kristen, I don't know in exact yeah. order, but Emma Stone, Kristen Wiig, Sophia Boutella, uh, Kate Beckinsale, and Rooney Mara. Oh, interesting. Oh. Interesting. I think Emma Stone would have killed it. Yeah. I mean, listen, like the movie 1984 wasn't as good as it's no. the first one. So, I mean, Emma Stone dodged a bullet, but I yeah. feel like Emma <laughs> probably could have done. And I hate seeing that because I love Gal Gadot. I think she is our Wonder Woman. I love the first one so much, but this one just didn't. It missed, it missed it. It missed up so she much. She had a sword. Like, yeah. Why did she have a sword? What? Like, like, the fight scenes were just like, it was like her rope became like a MacGuffin. It yeah. Anything. Like, well, when she started flying, like with the clouds, like she lassos the clouds. I was like, no. What's, what's going on? But, and the, the reason why also we're talking about Wonder Woman, I, I think in my cultural like consciousness here, Athena, um, Athena. is... <laughs> I mean, that is our Wonder Woman now. Like, um, oh yeah, Angelina Jolie is just gonna kill it. And she said like she's she's like, apparently like all the big superhero roles go to her first. 
Oh, really? I saw this thing. It was like, all in the agencies, everyone gives it to her first. I think people were saying, because she said, she said like, she got offered a big superhero role, but she didn't take it. Yeah. But she's not going to say who it was out of respect to the actress. But everyone's saying it has to be one. Like, yeah, it had to be Wonder Woman. It had, like, who, like, who is it going to be? I'm kind of glad, though, because Gal Gadot, like, Gal Gadot it, is, is, is Wonder Woman. She and is beautiful in real life. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, yeah, that's right. She is just Did a you, figure. God, like, how was it being in her presence? It was I did, you know, it was the funny thing was my production coordinator was like, you know, Gal's coming in this week. Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be a fan? But I said, um, didn't you like, so previous context is like when I was walking in, with some stuff, I, uh, we passed Aquaman, Jason Momoa, and then reached or something. I was like, guys, Jason Momoa's outside. My production manager was like, well, let's go outside and go check. And I was like, didn't you guys like run outside to Jason Momoa? I think it'll be okay with Gal. Like, <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the Eternals. Uh, <laughs> Which we're really excited about. I think, you know, with going with Athena, her weapons are all conjured. Mm-hmm. And apparently Angelina didn't have like these weapons and he was obviously CGI. So it's like apparently she was just like doing these like <laughs> <laughs> she's been doing this since Maleficent and she worked so closely with like the CGI team. Really? And she would tell people like what she was seeing when she was doing it. So I can see her doing this for Eternals and then talking to the team and being like, this is what I was envisioning when I was doing that. That's why Maleficent, it looks so organic because she worked closely with that team. I mean, she could do anything. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see what she does with this. Yeah. I mean, when she first appeared in that trailer, I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> hello. Like, <laughs> I mean, listen, I have made fun to death. Like, when you love something, you protect it. And I'm like, <laughs> the A, they gave her that line, and B, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. Thanos is snap. And we've talked about that Let's... endlessly on DMs. But you can tell the folks at home. Listen, if you guys want to know the real answer why the Eternals didn't help fight Thanos, is because they are in development. <laughs> <laughs> so they can get their Chloe Zhao said they're gonna address it and the hardships of it. Mm. But at the same time, it's like you can't, you know, I mean, I get it, but you can't really knock them for something like this. Like, yeah. Like honestly, they when people say that, I'm like, okay, so you want to watch Avengers Infinity War and see Captain America, like Avengers Assemble, and, like they go after him, and, like Icarus comes by, and like, okay, are we done here? Cool, bye. Like <laughs> Icarus could have finished everyone off in a second. He could have killed Thanos, no problem. So easily, yeah. Oh yeah. So literally, so if you like both Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, then you know, you know, don't want the Eternals there. So because Icarus would have done the job in two seconds. Wow, right there. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop right there. Like, <laughs> mean, Widow goes by with her fucking taser. <laughs> you know, the shoot tape dance with the taser, and Athena's like, no, 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 I'll do that. Let me kill him properly. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just so excited for this as everyone knows. So yeah, yeah I think we're all excited for it. Well, we have to have you on to talk about like the actual movie when it comes out. You know, someone said like, "What are you going to do if you don't like it?" I'm like. <laughs> Can you imagine if you Not go on, <laughs> and like that's when you finally see Richard Madden, and you're like, dude, that movie sucks. Like you're wondering, that's a bad movie. No, it's not. No. Like, Marvel's too big to fail. No, they're they know what they're doing. Yeah. Here's the other thing too is um, as you said, like you're like, oh, it's like the you know because Inhumans are really you know toxic because they had a horrible TV show, and there was yeah. a, an X Men thing, but um, I actually read you know Chloe Zhao. Um, wanted the Eternals, and because Kevin Feige sourced her out and said, "What do you want to do? We like you." And she's like, "I want to do the Eternals." And apparently, I, this just came out like a few days ago. Actually, is um, a lot of studio heads and like a lot of like creatives at Marvel were like telling him no. 
because no one knows who they, I didn't know they were, you don't know who they were, like, I know Starbucks, that's about it. But that's, everything I've heard about Kevin Feige is that he is, like, an industry disruptor. Like, people tell him no, and he's here like, no, yes. Like, <laughs> like he goes, at, like, I think Captain Marvel and Black Panther, initially, they told him no. And he's here like, absolutely not. Like, we're going through with this. Yeah. And those two end up being, like, one of the big, biggest MCU movies. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. Like, no one, like, Icarus is becoming, like, a household name. Fina's becoming, like, everyone's doing Fina right now. And, you know, I think it just goes to show you, like, if you, it doesn't matter who it is. And someone make a joke, it's like, you know, the, the Marvel's out here making Eternals and giving Agatha a TV show and DC's fighting for Superman. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's obscene. I, I couldn't agree. Who said that? I just thought on Twitter, I thought that was just so funny. It's like, so sad. Hysterical that they can't lock down Cavill. For the next movie and fucking Catherine Hahn, who has become like a cultural icon, <laughs> is not getting her own spinoff. Yeah. And like we have this universe and everyone's savoring it, and they can't even cast like the same actor. They can't even do a decent Wonder Woman film. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's that's and I don't want to throw hate to DC. I love DC. I love DC too, but yeah, like too. they have not gotten they haven't gotten the car out of the garage with their with their cinematic universe. And I know they're doing more like other world stories, but even the other world stories are not like. Like, that man, show us something new. Yeah, um, that's like no, that's a really valid point though. I think that's why the Eternals are so refreshing. People want to see new characters and stuff like that. They're still well, rebooting Batman. Exactly. I like Batfleck. Don't get rid of him. Like, yeah, I like Batfleck too. By the way, I don't know why he gets all that hate for it. I thought he did a great job. Eh, I wasn't here for it, but that was just me. <laughs> but you but know, oh, sorry, I you think. Did. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, that's why Marvel tends to knock it out of the park a lot of times because i mean they experimented with guardians of the galaxy and stuff and look at them now i mean they became they totally changed the tone of a lot of marvel of most of the marvel movies to be honest yeah and it's everyone knows and, Gamora. Gamora yeah household name rocket rocket group fucking raccoon. raccoon yeah like, we have a talking raccoon name. and a tree and everyone knows who they are and it's freaking oh, amazing Lord, everyone Nebula, Nebula, people fucking know who Nebula is. I know. <laughs> Before we know it, we'll know every single one of these Eternals, and it's going to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll, we'll listen to this episode a year later, and we're like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll we were say so that young. Spring. Like, so young. You know, yeah, so young back then. And so eerie eyed, eerie eyed. Like, so I'm like, how are they going to make it fit into the MCU? That's just, why didn't they address that? And I was like, they don't need to make shit. it fit in the MCU. No, it's so unique. I agree. Yeah. Even, again, reading these first 12 issues, I understand how they can make it work because the Eternals is very much a separate odyssey. Mm-hmm. And there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. I mean, and it's, and plus, like, look at the, sound of the but look at the diversity they have in this it's like it really shows like oh these are gods from all over the place it's like i feel like everyone's represented in this and i think that's just really remarkable you know you got you know got a couple of gender friends that are different and it's really you know everyone's great um you got like it's so exciting what they're doing like the first deaf hero like yeah it's groundbreaking. yeah it's, like, it's fantastic Marvel's just like, yo, we got it. No problem. <laughs> like, Marvel just like constantly is reinventing the wheel. And like they're taking these like properties and making them better. Instead of rebooting, you know, the same character over and over again, we're not locking in their actors. Like, okay, you can't get Superman. Let's move on in the story then. Like, you know what I mean? Like do another obscure character. But here's something I want to know from each of you. Who would you say is your favorite eternal? I don't care who it is. Don't base it on my opinion. I love all of them. So <laughs> 
I'm liking Icarus a lot. I, I really, I am liking Icarus. I mean, and he's like the titular, you know, hero of the story. I mean, he's the first one we meet and I, I'm enjoying it. And I like Richard Madden quite a bit. So right there. In the, from what I read, I love Cersei. I just love how she's a, loves to hang out with the humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's an issue um, with the Avengers when they're with the Avengers and stuff. And um, they all, um, Star Fox and our, your hated person, the Wasp, they go to a party oh, wow. um, with Cersei's <laughs> quick and they get ambushed by the Swatter. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they get ambushed by the Delphin brothers because Cersei's needed for the Unimine ritual. So they all go follow, like Star Fox and her follow her to uh, Olympia. And like after the Unimine thing, she's like, Are we done here? I have a party to get back to. It's like, they go to drag. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like no. the boss was like, you might like the boss. Like I'm not dressed for this occasion. So She's not dressed for any occasion. So no. well, we always love a nice uh, day stream wasp paid in every episode. You're welcome. Oh yeah, come on. I mean, it's now a we'll have to hear it all us. the time. Yeah. yeah. Before you know it, we'll have the hashtag fuck wasp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it already exists. I mean, Probably. I mean, for actual wasps. So yeah, that that too, which are menacing, much like Janet Van Dyke. But anyways, yeah, and now like we get, and who knows? Maybe I was thinking was um, I saw actually a rumor that I totally just didn't look at because it, it sounds horrible. But maybe we eventually can get Star Fox in this, like a, a sequel <laughs> or something. Sounds like oh, there's like a rumor from like 2018 or something. It's like oh, Star Fox is gonna be. In the Eternals, it's like, oh, I was so excited. And they said, like, and who, who was cast it is like Harry Styles. So I was like, nope, nope, that's not. Uh, no, it's like a fucking child. He's not yeah. like this. Like, I, I'm yeah. always so curious how these rumors take like yeah. root in the internet. Like, Harry Styles is not going to play Star Fox. Like, yeah. but actually, I can see Star Fox coming because I mean, Thanos is brother. That's Eternal. As an Athena. But like again, like probably like episode, or episode, excuse me, like movie number two or something like that. You know, or maybe uh, in or I was well, going to think maybe like a credit scene or something. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's not Harry Styles. Oh, God. Don't throw up. But, <laughs> because they could do like the Eternals of Titan, maybe meet with that because they're a whole yeah. different species and Thanos would be like, oh my God, really? He's here? He did snap. Like, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just think it'd be really, I don't know, it's really cool. I think they got a lot of potential. And uh, one of the biggest thing I think is make this movie so great is no one knows these guys. So no one has any judgment, you know? Cause a lot of people are like, well, that's not my, I mean, I'm gonna be that with Namor, but that's not my Namor. It's like, or they're like, that's not my Thor. I mean, listen, when the X-Men come, let me get You're, ready. He's get gonna ready. be like, that's not my gene. That's not my gene. <laughs> so who is that? No one's like, no one's like, that's not my Icarus. No. Everyone's like, who? It's like, really like- uh, No, it's a blank slate. The yeah. character's a blank slate. So and that's what like was great about Raiden this series too was learning about them. That was the fun part. Yeah, yeah. and the colors. Just like, like, oh, the colors are so vibrant. Oh, and the reds. The curvy style is just like curvy. It's just and the like, celestials. I think the celestials. Like I actually saw today these people did a cosplay near Comic Con. They were like for the celestial helmets, and it was like oh, some super, super album cover thing. And I actually found that one guy like in 2018 or something did like a full like Arshime the Judge cosplay. Um, so I was like, that's fucking fantastic. So hell yeah. Yeah. But gorgeous. I know. 
Well, we're excited for the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Folks at home, read these first 12 issues or read drawn. Yeah, or all. Um, There's not much. Nope. They were drawn <laughs> and written by Jack Kirby. Obviously. The legend himself. Legend, legend. himself. Uh, Namor Cosplay, where can folks at home connect with you? Like you said, at Namor Cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest thing, no underscore, at Namor Cosplay. Twitter be- and Instagram. Yeah, I used Twitter for like a day when Instagram went down. Yeah, and now, like, I think you saw yeah, that's, that's right. I messaged you. I'm like, you're here too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, did this same thing with me. Listen, if you you're like, I found you. Story about Eternals, you should not check my Twitter. My Twitter is full of Eternals. It's just like, cool, cool. I need this. I need that. It's like, there's actually this jacket they're selling. It's like, it's a double sided jacket. And like, one of the sides is like, Icarus' suit, like the blue that lines in the design, and the other sets are just a casual, like navy, which is like little either that he looks like the one from the movie he wears. It's casual. Yeah. I was like, I'll totally buy that. We're like, I'm there. That's like a Christmas present, I think. That's like 50 bucks. <laughs> I got a lot of things I need to buy. Snowboard season's coming up. So, snowboard or snowboard, excuse me. That's hysterical. That's where all my money's going right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Those icon passes are not cheap. Yeah, just honest. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram at Masters of Comic Books, and you can also DM us. And if you would like to, you can also email us at Masters of Comic Books at gmail.com. And uh, we also just started a Discord. So if you want, would like to join that, you could uh, email us or just DM us, and we will send you that invite right away. Now, one last thing I'd like to add, if anyone has any Eternals questions, you can ask me, the master of this comic book. <laughs> right there. And you're on Discord as well, right? Yeah, I'm on Discord. I keep um, calling it Discourse. <laughs> I always call it Discord Namor Nation. That's yeah. where I'm at for the most part. And you told me about that initially when we did our episode over on Power of X-Men. And I just thought like it was like Discourse on like a website or something. Like I didn't know it was a natural app until Cole. Like was like we should start a Discord, and I was drunk in a bar. I'm like, I'll start it right now, <laughs> and it was a disaster. Like but literally, a disaster. now it's going great, and I love no, getting no. all the notifications from some of the people. It's yeah. so fun to watch all the discussions, especially with John Kent coming out and his bisexual. That was so amazing. Yeah, that, I wasn't expecting that today. Like that I wasn't was either. Huge. All right, well, we'll see you all next week. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.